When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 7, Episode 7, Chapter Titled It's About Time. I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. And we're ready for seven minutes in heaven for season seven, episode seven. That was a lot of sevens. I know. That's why I did it. Seven not... is, is the Lord's number. Yeah. Don't worry. We're not really. We're not going to spend seven minutes in heaven. We're going to talk about shows. Yeah. We're married. We've been together a long time. We haven't made out for seven minutes in years. <laughs> we get to like minute three and it's like... We have dishes, though. Like, we have dishes, <laughs> we have laundry. What are we doing? Gotta take one of the kids somewhere. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but it's funny. Anyway, Tanya. Yes. Tell me, do you feel like you've lost any friends since, like, since we got married? Like, did you lose any friends because we got married? I don't think I lost friends because we got married. Mm-hmm. I think I lost all of my friends before we got married. It's true. <laughs> Was it because of me? No, but it was definitely something where, like, I had a lot of very toxic friendships. Yeah. Like, incredibly bad. Yeah. But in my previous life... Yeah. I needed them. I needed to be able to go places and do things and get out of my life for a little bit. And... I think as our relationship progressed and you were like, oh my gosh, your friends are ridiculous. Like, they're bad. Like, most of your friends are really bad. You have, like, two friends that are not bad people. Um, I This sounds terrible. <laughs> um, but they, they weren't great for me. Right. And they were important to me for a season. But as I had your support and and real friendship and real love, I did not need the fake stuff. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it super makes sense. Okay. And I understand completely, but I don't like I don't know how that translates. I did, was there. Well, yeah. And you, like your friends were really toxic. I think it was helpful for you to have those people because you needed some you needed people who would deal with your toxic life you weren't a toxic person you know what i mean but like they had to kind of not jump in and say hey we can't watch this happen anymore well i mean it would have been great if they had right but <laughs> like it, none of them did right because they weren't great people yeah um but you know we went out we hung out and i was able to like leave bad the bad place to like go out with my friends right. and at the time, that is what I needed. Right. But um, I I didn't lose friends once we got married because they were already gone. Cool. What about you? Did I lose any friends when we got married? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had many friendships. Like, I have, I have acquaintances. I have friends. But, like, I don't have a lot of close friends. Um, and... Um, I think that hasn't changed. Like, I have close friends, 
In fact, I probably have more close friends now than I did when I get when we got married. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a few close friends then. I've, I've lost them, and now I have more close friends. Yeah, I think that's like the cycle of adulthood. Right. I don't think, I don't think that people lose friends because they get married or because they split up or like. I think there's just a natural cycle to adult friends and the ones who really do love you and that you really do love and that enrich your life just by being around them are the ones that stay. Like, I have a friend that I have been friends with since I was 16 years old, and to this day, we will get together once every few months because she lives kind of far away, but she will always be one of my closest friends. Right. Um, and, and those are the people that matter. Right. Yeah. And um, I, I've never understood the whole trope of, oh, he's getting married. We're losing him. Um, because if they're getting married, they've been in a committed relationship for a while. So they've already been lost, quote unquote. Like they're already spending more time with this person than they're spending with you. But they can still spend time with you. I think that it is um, case by case. Maybe, yeah. Because a lot of people change when they get married. Mm. And um, wives change when they get married. Mm. Like, husbands change when they get married. There there are so many instances where people get married and then the husband is like, you're a wife now. Like, mm. why are you going out all the time? And yeah. I, I think it's probably less now than it used to be, but it definitely used to be that way. It, so girls lost friends all the time. And the same thing, like, we know people who, like, the husbands lost friends because the, or boyfriends lost friends because the girls are like, no, we're married. You're supposed to be doing these things with me. I'm yeah. supposed to be your best friend. That's true. So I, there is some truth to it case by case. Yeah. If you are in a healthy relationship right. and a healthy marriage, then no, that's not a thing. That's a good point. I was thinking the healthy end of things, I guess. Yeah. Um, we have never encountered that. Right. I don't care what you do. Yeah, I don't care what you do. We're super healthy. Yeah, or we just don't <laughs> care about each other. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Tanya, we, yeah. we need to talk about what you've been watching. Yeah. Uh, and we're both going to have to weigh in here, and I can't wait. Uh, Tanya, what have you been watching? Well, I think everyone would be happy to know... That yesterday morning... Especially John Asby. We woke up. Well, I am very happy to hear that. (laughs) Yes. We woke up and decided that that was the day that we were going to get Apple Plus. Uh, Yeah, we decided that while you were in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) We decided it while... Absolutely not. I did not shower until at least three episodes after... Well, but you were out of the room and I had Apple Plus up already. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we started what? Ted Lasso. Yeah. Finally. Finally. We watched how, how much yesterday? The first season. The whole first season we watched yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it is the most delightful show on television, on in the history of television. 
It's so good. It's amazing. And, and like, everything that people say about it is true. Which is wild. Yeah. And it's, it's, huh. like, I don't even know how to describe it. Because there's no way that people can describe it that explains what it really is. Oh, it's about a football coach who goes overseas to coach soccer. That's not the show. Like, that's that's what happens in the show, but that's not what draws you and keeps you watching. It's just him and the people around him. Yeah, it it's it's like an object lesson in kindness and compassion and accountability um, like that I've never seen before where every time you think, oh, no. Shit is about to hit the fan, and it doesn't because it's handled with compassion. And there's, I don't think there's anything like it. No. I I really don't. And, like, I we were talking yesterday, and I was like, between Abbott Elementary and Ted Lasso, those two shows are, like, overwhelmingly full of goodness and kindness. And my emotions can't handle it because everything else seems so, like, dark in comparison that, like, the goodness just makes my freaking heart burst. Yeah, there was a moment, I th- it was at the end of either episode two or episode three, I don't remember, because we binged the entire season in a day, even though I said, let's try to make this last over the course of a few weeks. And... uh something very sweet was revealed and Tanya like looked over at me and her face was just covered in tears and she was just like why can't I stop crying I feel like crying just thinking about it it was so good though like I I hold on I I can't really describe what I did but Tanya was bawling but you know what I did I put my hand to my chest and I went which is a lot which is a lot for me that's what I did. And I was like, why am I touching my chest? <laughs> yeah, we love it. So thanks to everyone for constantly recommending it. I don't even know if we'll ever get to the other shows on Apple Plus because as long as we have it, I just, I'm going to just want to rewatch Ted Lasso the same way I keep rewatching the available episodes of Abbott Elementary. Yeah, I hope season two has the same draw to it. Um, I don't know how it is handled or if they introduce extra conflict to try to make the show, like, different. Because a lot of shows do that in season two. I remember Glow did that, and I didn't like season two as mm-hmm. much because they did that. I mean, that's not the only thing. Stranger Things did that, mm-hmm. and it would, it ruined season two. Um, so I'm always worried about season twos. Yeah, but both of those are Netflix shows. You're right. Apple, Apple, it's definitely. It was funny. Like there was a point where Ted Lasso is just having a conversation on the phone, and I'm like, we're not even hearing the other side of this conversation. What is the point of this scene? And I and I know what the point was, but it was also just for him to hold up an Apple iPhone for uh, two minutes, like facing the screen. He's holding the like the back of the iPhone with the big Apple logo, just in the middle of the screen for two minutes. Yeah, and it's, like, purposefully, like, the biggest iPhone there is. Like, yeah. he was he was probably, like, two inches away from just holding an iPad up to his face. It was fantastic. 
Um, anyway, uh, have we have we been watching anything else? You've been watching anything else? No. Um, I played a lot more Elden Ring, and by a lot, I mean it's all I want to do and all I think about. Uh, it's it might be uh, the greatest game of all time. Yeah, Alden is in his like I'm watching the greatest television yeah. show of all time, and I'm playing. The greatest game of all time. And I started a new med- medication. My psychiatrist gave me a new medication, and it's uh, I'm feeling happy. And I'm like, I think the medication's working, but it might just be Elden Ring and Ted Lasso. Or it's everything combined. Like, in the past few weeks, Horizon Forbidden West came out, and I burned through that. We watched Ted Lasso. Elden Ring came out, and it might be the greatest game of all time. And yesterday, I picked up Triangle Strategy, which is a strategy RPG that I've been waiting for for a year. So the rest of this year is going to feel so different. I started seeds yesterday. Oh, and I found out I don't have Crohn's disease. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. I've been under the assumption that I've had Crohn's disease for two years because my doctor said she thought it was Crohn's disease. Um, And then I never got tested because the pandemic happened. Uh, And now I've finally gotten tested and they were like, no, you don't have Crohn's disease. What are you talking about? You're super healthy. And I was like, well, first off, I don't feel healthy at all. But second off, thanks, Doc. <laughs> Can't wait to have bagel bites. No. I mean, I'm super going to have bagel bites. Ugh. Uh, the, yeah, I'm supposed to, like, test my gluten intolerance. So I'm going to do that. He is stressing me and Aubrey out so bad. And if Caden was a part of these conversations, Caden would be stressed out, too. What are you going to do if I have all this gluten and it's like, oh, it doesn't affect me? What are you going to do? Are you going to eat your words? Are you going to eat your sure. gluten, gluten-filled words? Yes, sure. I'll eat my gluten-filled words. Okay, stay tuned in two weeks when I can't do the podcast because I'm too sick. <laughs> <laughs> or we do it and I tell you all that I can have gluten. Anyway, you know what else we watched? <laughs> what do we watch? Boy Meets World Season 7, Episode 7, Chapter Titled. Holy cow. It's about time. Yeah, it's about time you answered. <laughs> Um, can you please blurb me up? Yes. With the same speed and efficiency <laughs> that you've provided in the past. Yeah. So the blurb for this episode is Sean drops out as Corey's best man after they get into a fight. Okay. Um, anyway, this episode was directed by, um, hold on. I can't read my own writing. Jerry Levine. And it was written by Patty Carr and Laura Reynolds. Oh. Yeah. They're okay. back. They're back. The the dynamic duo. Okay, this makes sense. Um, all right, classroom or not? Where do we start, Tanya? We do not start in the classroom. We're never going to start in the classroom again because yeah. they're married. Yeah. Uh, where do we start? In the apartment. We start in the apartment. All three girls are there: Angela, um, Rachel, Topanga, and Topanga's, Topanga's mother. Mom for this season. She, she's yeah, she, the real mom now. The consistency. Yeah. So Topanga's mom is, like, doing her hair. The girls are, like, doing nails and stuff like that, getting ready for this wedding. Uh, and Sean walks in while they're doing that. It Walking is a severe understatement. That's like, true. He he's, bursts he's in the door. storms in. And he's like, stomps through the apartment and, like, drops bags down. And Angela's like, what is going on with you? And he's just, like, freaking out. He's like, Corey is what's going on with me. He's driving me crazy. He has me doing this. He has me doing this. He has me doing this. I'm not a freaking hamster. And Topanga walks over to him and she's like, this is my wedding day. You can't have a problem with Corey. 
And they get in a conversation oh. about how Sean feels like he's being like abused by Corey. And Topanga comes over to him and like, so while they're talking, Topanga reaches behind his head and starts like rubbing his hair. And then when he talks about abuse, she like picks him up by like his throat and smashes him against the door. Repeatedly. Repeatedly with her hand around his throat and just like keeps banging his head against the door. It's like, no one is being abused. And it was gross and awful, but Sean did look up at the sky and say, Dad, I'm coming. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> um, the the other girls get Topanga off of Sean. Thank God. Gosh, it was so bad. Yeah, her mom says, honey, you're killing him. And, um, ugh. And then they drop him and Topanga, like, pets him on the face and says, good boy. It was... Oh, it really like if I sound like I'm having a hard time, I had such a hard time with that part. It was really rough. Um, like it was so bad. While just the laugh track is just going. It was yeah. uh, it was that I think that's what made it more like, I don't know, almost like a parody horror movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not a horror movie, but it was one of those things where you're like watching terrible something terrible happening and you hear like ha 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 ha, ha mm-hmm. and you're like oh this this is weird um anyway so angela turns to sean and she goes what's really going on here sean and she, he's like cory has no idea how hard this day is for me and he and he says like it's always been about cory our whole friendship has been about cory like how is cory feeling about this it's never been about how i feel about this yeah and then we cut to the matthews living room we cut to matthews living room where like everyone is there cory is there alan is there amy is there eric is there morgan is there maybe not uh, at some point she is. I don't know yeah. if she is at the beginning, but that's fine. Um, and, you know, they're getting ready for the wedding. It's going to be in the living room. Um, and Corey's just like, where is Sean? He's supposed to pick up the tuxes. He's supposed to pick up or he's supposed to tie cans to the car. Like he's like listing all these things that Sean is supposed to do. And Eric goes, should have picked me. Should have picked me. Should have picked me. Um, and Corey's. Corey's just going off about Sean, and all of a sudden, Eric gets up, and he's like, all right, I think it's time for me to give you the post-wedding sex talk. And he starts, like, leading Corey across the living room, and he's like, sex without love is meaningless and empty. And then he puts his arm around Alan and is like, just like, we men like it. And Alan's like, smirking and then like tries to cut him off and mr feeney comes over and he's like you guys are completely missing the point of like human sexuality like it's supposed to bind you together and he gets like all sappy about it and they think it's gross because it's mr feeney and they say or eric says yeah maybe for you old people Mm -hmm. but uh then Corey starts like stomping around and he's like it's like sean is trying to sabotage my wedding day and then sean walks in immediately and goes oh now i'm trying to sabotage your day and um they argue back and forth a little bit and and sean explains again like this is you don't understand how hard this is for me well and and um Corey's like what have you even been doing you haven't picked up the tuxes you haven't done anything and 
John says he was tying cans to the Volvo. And Corey's like, we don't have a Volvo. We have a Chevy. And he's like, wait, who has a Volvo then? And Mr. Feeney comes through the kitchen door and he holds up like a bunch of cans on strings. And he was like, who was tying cans to my car? And Corey's like, he was. He did it. Beans? Well, so, uh, and I wanted to point this out. There was a moment right there where Sean uh, interrupts what's going on about the cans. And he says... Corey, I just, we're not going to be friends anymore after this. Don't you understand that? And Corey, like, Ben Savage right here, does a brilliant three-second, like, pause where you can see his face kind of break for a second. And then he goes, beans? Why beans? So, like, he heard what Sean says. Mm -hmm. He couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. And then he pivoted back to what his anger was. Right. It was really, really, really good by Ben Savage right there. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, so he freaks out about who, like, the beans, and you don't use beans. Beans aren't a wedding can. I, I'm i just so curious to know what a good wedding car can would be. I, I was hoping that's what the question was going to be. Like, Sean was going to be like, well, what can would be good? And then Corey could answer. So at least then we'd hear it. But no, Corey says, beans aren't for weddings. And Eric goes, I know what they're for. <laughs> um... <laughs> Corey and so then Corey is like what do you want from me like what do you want to do and Sean's like I don't want to do anything he's like all right you're not the, me- the best man anymore like you can be an usher and Sean's just like I don't want to be an usher and then Corey's like I okay um at this point wait a minute what I forgot that we do like a later yeah 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 so, it's like, later. Sean had gone to go, like, run errands or whatever, and that, then he's back. So that's when this conversation happens. Right. Well, and, and before he leaves, um, he, and, he and Corey have a huge blowout. Um, Sean storms out and says he doesn't want to do anything. That, that happens here. Okay. Sean says he doesn't want to do anything, um, and he storms out. And Corey is like, oh, you don't want to do anything for my wedding? And Sean storms out. And Eric walks over and he's like, hee hee um, And what did Eric say? He said something. Oh, Eric goes, don't worry, Corey. I'll tie the cans to the, to the Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> so then we come back to the Matthews living room. Everyone's in boxers and tank tops because for some reason they got undress to wait for their tuxes yeah and they're just like standing around the living room mr feeney alan and Corey are all just in the living room in their underwear yeah and they're like where is eric with the tuxes like what is happening and eric comes in he's in a tux and they're like where are the tuxes eric and he's like oh they're in the limo and they're like what limo he was like, the limo that's going to take you to the wedding. You thought I was going to let my baby brother get married in this dump? You mean the living room that he keeps coming back to to sleep in? Mm-hmm. And he says, We're, you're going to get married somewhere else. Come on. The girls are already on their way. And Mr. Feeney, like points to everybody in their boxers. And Eric goes, come on. Um, so they all go out to the limo in their underwear. Yeah. But by the time they arrive at the Philadelphia Victoria Hotel for this wedding... They have their tuxes on. It's true. They got dressed in the in the limo. And 
so yeah, they're in this hotel, like this super nice hotel. And Amy points out that it's, this is like the best hotel in the city. Mm-hmm. And Eric ex- or, or Alan explains that he can't afford this. And Eric's like, don't you worry about it. It's all covered. And everyone's like, how did you do this, Eric? And he goes, why does everybody ask like, how, why did I, how did I do this? You just, just look at the fact that I, I got my little brother, the best hotel in the city and nothing fishy's going on. And then a guy walks over and goes, Oh, it's nice to see you, Mr. Peterman. Um, if there's anything you need, anything at all, just let me know. And and Eric is just like, okay. And like Trent, he's like, just, just just ignore him. Yeah. So now we go backstage or wherever you, where do the girls get dressed? It's a dressing room. Oh, the dressing room backstage. It's, it's not a <laughs> stage. They're not going to perform. <laughs> Uh, they're in the like women's dressing room, the bridal suite or whatever. And um, Topanga's getting ready. Oh, the girls are getting ready. I will point out their dresses are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. They are not weird, poofy, gone with the wind dresses. Yeah. Um, and Topanga's dress is gorgeous. Like they all look great. And Topanga's just like, I'm really getting married. And the girls are like, you're really getting married. And they're all crying and... And then um, Topanga and Angela start discussing whether or not things are going to change between them. And they're like, no, obviously nothing's going to change. We're still best friends. And Angela's like, yeah, um, um, this is yeah, like you're it, nothing's going to change until like you get a house and you get kids. And oh, my God, we're never going to see each other again. And they start like crying and hugging each other. And then Rachel like comes over and hugs both of them. So we cut back to the wedding ceremony and... Um, we see everybody sitting there. The guys are all up front. And then the, the ring bearer and uh, flower girl come in. And... Well, we see, like, everybody walks down the aisle. Uh-huh. And then the ring bearer and the the um, flower, girl. flower girl come up. The flower girl is, like, 14. And she... Flower girls are supposed to be, like, little I think kids. she was, like, 10. But, yeah. Um... They come up and the flower who, girl like points at. Who were they? I are we supposed to know? Thought no, 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 no. Okay. We don't know who they are. Okay. I thought maybe they were Peterman wedding people. I thought so too, but but then no one else was from the Peterman wedding, right? So th- it must be people that they know. Yeah, um, cousins or something. Mm-hmm. Um. So the. Flower Girl is like points at Jack, and at this point, everyone knows Jack is hot. Like There's as he wooing. walked up the aisle, every the crowd went wild. And as he went, as he walked in the room wearing his underwear, the the crowd went crazy. Yeah. Um. So the girl like points at him and like beckons him over to her, and she's just like, "You are like the best looking guy." No, she I've just ever goes, seen. "You are hot." And he just like nods his head, leads her to where she's supposed to stand, and then gets back in line. Yeah. Um, and then Eric walks over to the ring bearer and goes, all right, where's the rings? And he goes, I didn't bring the rings. And Eric's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm just here to look cute, slick. And then like turns to the audience and like winks or something. Um, and then so. Angela grabs Eric. Yeah. And is like, you forgot the rings, didn't you? And Eric's like, maybe, but I didn't forget my underwear. And she just like looks at him and he goes, oh, I did. 
Um, so Topanga's dad, her her dad for this season, mm-hmm. the garbage dad, uh, starts walking her up the aisle. Um, walks her to Corey, kisses her hand, puts their hands together, and he says, "Be good to each other." And then it cuts to Topanga's mom giving him a death glare. Yeah, it just was for so like, weird. Just for like half a second, and then that's over. It yeah. was so funny to me. Um, so they, they're about to start the ceremony, and Corey's just like, I can't believe Sean's not here for this. And Topanga kind of says, like, hmm, this is about us. Like, let's, let's get married. Well, she says, I love you, too. Um, and... They turn and they face the uh, minister, who is... <gasps> Leonard Spinelli. Yep. Except he doesn't seem to know them, so I... It's no, just... he's not Leonard Spinelli. Yeah, it's just it's the just actor. It's just the same guy as Leonard Spinelli. Yeah. Um, and Leonard Spinelli says, And now, a song from the mother of the groom, Flo Peterman. And Alan's just like, that's you. And Amy gets up to sing. And as she's singing, it gives an opportunity for Sean to walk in, give Corey the rings, and say, here you go. You're going to need these. And Corey is like, oh, thank you so much. Like, uh, you know, I'm really sorry for how everything has been. And Sean goes, yeah, you should be. We'll talk about it later. And he starts to walk away. And Corey goes, excuse me? What do you mean I should be? Amy is still singing. Yes. Um, And Sean turns around and he's like... You have given no thought to how I feel about any of this. Like, we're about to not be friends, and you don't seem to care at all. And Corey's just like, you've been trying to sabotage my wedding this whole time. And Sean's like, well, if I was going to sabotage your wedding, I would do this. And, like, shoves Corey. They are, like, full-on fighting. Well, Corey Amy goes, is still singing. And Corey goes, uh, well, you know what I'm going to do? Get him to Panga. And yeah, then they start like full on fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're yelling awful things at each other. And, uh, yeah. And Sean goes to like walk out and Corey is just like, that's right. Go back to the trailer park. Or he's called, he's, he's like trailer trash. He says, get out of here, trailer trash. It was awful. Yeah. Um, Sean turns around and goes to fight him. Yeah. Which, which he was, should. Yeah. At that point, do it, Sean. Amy's still singing. Was she? Yes. She's singing until like the actual like rush of Sean to the altar. And then they're fighting and fighting and fighting. People break them up. And Sean starts to talk about their problems. Like Corey says, I don't want to talk about this and starts crying. And Sean's like, but we have to talk about this. And he starts crying. And they say that a few times. And then they talk about it. In the middle of this wedding. Yeah. And yeah, because Sean is like, we have to, Corey. And Corey goes, right now. And then they sit down and they start talking. Yeah. Um, and Sean says, like, we are not going to be best friends anymore. And I don't have a lot of friends. Like, I've always had you. And now, like, Topanga is going to be your best friend. And... Um, then he basically gives his blessing. Well, because Corey is like, what, what do you want me to do, Sean? And Sean goes, Corey, do you really like her? <laughs> Corey's like, yeah, I do. And he's like, like, really like her? 
And Topanga walks over and she goes, Sean, I think I've been very tolerant. No, you haven't, Topanga. Absolutely not. You choked him. Yeah. You bashed his head up against the door. But anyway. So then Sean's just like, go marry her. We got to grow up sometime. And now not Leonard Spinelli is giving them their marriage rights or whatever. Yeah. So they start to do the vows and you see Topanga start like saying her vows and then um, it's Corey's turn and the camera turns to Corey and like Corey and Sean's arms are just like around each other and they're both staring at Topanga. And it's like, oh, Sean, I need, I need to do this with Topanga by myself. And Corey starts telling, saying his vows and he's like, Topanga, this world has never made sense to me. Get it? Boy meets world. Mm-hmm. And um, the only thing that has ever made sense to me is you. And it's like three episodes ago, you were uh, broken up and not understanding why. In fact, throughout this entire show, you have never understood (laughs) Topanga at all. I do think it's very important for people to find truth in their vows. Like, don't just say stuff because it sounds pretty. What Uh, would you have said to me if you actually made up your vows? We should have done vows. I wonder why we didn't do vows. I hate weddings. I know, but I think... I mean, we did vows. We did just the regular vows. Yeah, yeah, I know, but we didn't write vows. No. I think we should have. Well, we can't go back now. I know. Gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. Um, I don't know. I would have thought of something nice and flowery. I don't. I can't do it on the spot, but I'm a good writer. I'm so enamored with the way that you cry at everything, happy or sad. It's my favorite. And probably throw that in there for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, it would have been all great things, but it all would have been true. Like, um, if there was something that bothered me about you, I wouldn't put that in my vowels and just be like, I also love the way you leave hair in the sink. Like, <laughs> um, that's not a thing that actually annoys me, by the way, but it is for you <laughs> with me. Um Anyway, so I just, I, I, that always bothers me is when I go to somebody's wedding or I watch a wedding and they're like, I knew from the moment I met you. And I'm like, I know you, you didn't know. And, and, and a month ago you weren't sure if you should get married. What are you talking about? Right. Like at least be honest. Right. And now I'm curious as to what you would have said. Would you have been like, I thought you were cool. No, I would have said like. (laughs) I spent my entire life not wanting to get married or not expecting to ever get married and not caring. Like, it wasn't like a, I hate weddings, I hate marriage, I'm not going to get married. I just, I didn't think that it was necessary until I met you. And and even now, I don't feel like it's necessary because nothing's going to change between us. We're still going to be us. But I I love the thought of being able to tell people, this is my wife and we are married and we'll we'll be together forever. I do. Okay, well... There we go. Just did that on the spot. <laughs> I would have thought of more stuff to say, though. Anyway, what would you say? I cannot do this Oh, on come spot. on. You can't make me do it and then not I do it. I didn't make you. Uh, roll the tape back. <laughs> Let's roll the tape back. I asked you to. Several times. What happens next? Oh, God. She doesn't love me. I love you so much. Um, we cut to the after ceremony. The dancing and Topanga's not Topanga. Rachel is walking with the flower boy. The flower boy. Whatever. <laughs> the, the ring, the ring bearer. bearer. 
And he who never had the rings. He never had the rings. And he like, ta- he looks up at Rachel and goes, hey, you want to go somewhere after this? It was like the amount of children hitting on adults was weird in this episode. And they start to dance by Mr. Feeney's table. And she's just like, Mr. Feeney, help me. And Feeney looks up at the kid and goes, scram, Zippy. And I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> Mr. Feeney was so good this whole episode. Uh, but Amy and Alan come over and pull uh, Corey and Topanga apart. And, and Alan dances with Topanga to talk while um, Amy dances with Corey to talk. And Corey explains to, not Corey. Amy explains to Corey, um, I just, I'm so proud of you f- for doing this. For getting married? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Um, so proud of you for marrying this woman. Um, and it cuts to Alan. He's telling her, or Topanga, that if, if Corey ever makes you nuts, you call me first. And Topanga's just like, thanks, Dad. Yep. And Sean stands up and starts to give a toast. And he's like, everybody, I need your attention. This toast is for Harold and Myra. And then he grabs Eric and he's like, what's going on with that anyway? And Eric goes, don't worry about it, but talk fast. (laughs) And he gives a nice speech, but he is saying like, you know, to the best friends, Topanga and Corey, essentially. And he says like, we've, we've been through life, death, Mr. Feeney. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so he does his whole speech and then Eric comes over and he's like, all right, it's time for my gift for you guys. And they're like, what? This wedding is gift enough. And he's like, oh yeah, it definitely is. But one last thing. And he pulls out like a key that was really big and he's like, it's the key to the honeymoon suite. And he barely gets the words out before like they are gone. Yeah. Corey grabs it and yells, bye. And then who was it, Eric? I mean, was it uh, Jack or Sean who comes over to talk to Eric? I forgot. I forgot too. It's one. I think it's. I think it's Jack. And he's like, Eric, how did you pull this off? And Eric goes, Well, I was there getting the tuxes, and I heard somebody talking about this Peterman wedding, and they're like Peterman, the like disposable diapers family, who we've seen a wedding for his daughter before. Yeah. So and, maybe I guess he has two daughters. Yeah, but it was a different guy. Yeah, but it's still the it's still, it's still the same family. Yeah. yeah. Um. And Eric says, "So I I I went to the nearest payphone and I made a phone call and uh, there was something on the receiver. I don't know if if it was vomit or gum, but it tasted like gum. Um. And I just made a call and I said, uh, we needed to get married quicker." My daughter needs to be married right now because she's pregnant. And they were like, oh, no, Eric, like you basically stole someone's wedding. How did you get away with that? What kind of idiot hotel person were you able to get in touch with that caused this to happen? So, yeah, it's it's basically Eric with a mustache. Yeah. And um, then all of a sudden... The real Mr. Peterman shows up with like everybody who's supposed to be there for the wedding and is like, what is happening? And gets in a fight with Hotel Eric. And real Eric whistles and goes, everybody run! Yep. And then we go to the post credit scene. Isn't that the post credit scene? No, that happens. And then the post credit scene is just more of Hotel Eric's fight with Mr. Oh, Peterman. Yeah. There's nothing of note there. They just fight back and forth. Right. Um. Anyway, that's it. Tanya? Yep. How did you feel about this 
episode. I liked it. I liked this episode. I'm glad that Topanga and Corey are finally married. Mm. Like, there is no more, will they get married? Won't they get married? What's going to happen? And I felt kind of nostalgic for it. Like, this one was a big deal. Yeah. Like, it was such a big deal. It was one of those things that you, like, talk to your friends about the week before it happened. And, and I, I feel like, I as I was watching this, I remembered, like, we... um. A lot of people had kind of fallen off of Boy Meets World at that point. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of my friends weren't watching it. I still was. But everybody was talking about this wedding. Like, now we're all going to watch again for this wedding. Right. I I would be interested to find out what the ratings were for this episode. Because, like, it had to have been anyone who had ever watched Boy Meets World in their life tuned in for this episode. Yeah. Um. And, and I know people who were, like, having slumber parties that night specifically so that they could watch Topanga and Corey's wedding with their friends. So the nostalgia factor for this episode was high, like, really high. And I think that's probably why I like it a lot better than some of the other episodes in this season, because of how nostalgic it was. Um I thought Eric was super funny. Um, I don't necessarily understand the height of which Sean and Corey were acting like this. Like, the tensions were astronomical, and that didn't quite make sense to me. But I guess it has to be, like, overdone. It has to be overdone for the TV show, but I also kind of understood it because it was a thing that Corey just could not handle talking about. And Sean just wanted to talk about it. And if you've ever been in a situation like that, no one knows how to get their point across. Right. So it does. It often escalates like this. Yeah. Um, I mean, did it ha- would it have happened in, a, in the middle of a wedding in real life? No, probably not. But I do think I've seen it a lot. Like if you have one person who's just like closed off. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm that kind of person, right? Like I've been in fights with people where I'm like, I don't care enough about this to actually fight about it. Right. And when I do that, the other person generally gets extra angry. So mm-hmm. then it escalates into this crazy fight where you're like, well, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. So I kind of understood it. Yeah. There were, you know, a couple of times where like things were just below the belt. The Topanga and Sean, like Topanga pushing Sean up against the door was terrible. Yep. And the Corey yelling trailer trash at Sean was terrible. And what we didn't talk about was Eric. when, yeah, was when Corey said that, Eric was just like, ah, Sean's poor. And that, like, I, I hate that so much. Yeah. Like, there are things that can be laughed about in, like, a little bit here and there that might seem insensitive. But classism is not one of them. Racism is not one of them. Homophobia is not one of them. Like, classes, like, in in any instance where someone is in a circumstance that they literally cannot control. Yeah. It is not a joke. Right. And I I think my experience rewatching this show is I'm so tired of people who probably never felt poverty in their entire lives 
making jokes yeah. about poverty. It happened so many times, but like once Sean was in college, it's happened numerous times. Right. Um, so that was a bit much. And otherwise, though, like it was funny. Like the circumstances were funny. The over the topness was funny. And ultimately, Corey and Topanga are married now. Yep. And we got to attend their wedding. Which I think is, it's a cool thing for a bunch of, like, it was a cool thing for a bunch of teenagers and kids to sort of, like, experience that, um, like, build up to that. Right. So, I liked it. How did you feel about this episode? Yeah, overall, I really liked this episode. I liked it a lot better than I expected I would, because um, I haven't seen it in forever. And I don't really care about weddings, and I don't care about wedding episodes. Like, wedding episodes of TV shows normally bore me. Um, I, this one was funny. It had conflict. Um, conflict that made sense to me. Um, to an extent. And with, I mean, without Topanga doing what she did, and without the trailer trash quote-unquote joke, um, this would have been a great episode. Those two kind of colored it a little darker, than it should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, it was a great episode, um, which I didn't expect at all. I thought it to, thought it would be good. And you're right. Like, there is a bit of nostalgic, um, I don't know. There's, there's, there's a love for it um, because of nostalgia. But also, like, as us watching this week to week, and as tired as we have been or as tired as I have been, of the Cory and Topanga back and forth and the Cory and Topanga relationship. And I think they're terrible for each other and I don't enjoy it anymore. Mm -hmm. It was still fulfilling to finally watch this come to fruition after seven seasons of TV. Right. After us doing a podcast for four years or however long it's been. um, it, It finally happened. So it was this like huge payoff that was necessary i guess how did all of the wedding attendants attendees know to go to the hotel instead of the matthews residence maybe they put a sign on the door that said here's the new address for the wedding oh maybe go here that's a possibility yeah um but yeah no i enjoy the episode um, it's no Ted Lasso. I mean, it is no Ted Lasso, but nothing is. Um, but it was also, I mean, it was way better than last week's episode. Yeah, definitely. Although, like, hey, thanks, guys, because a few of you did exactly what we asked you to do and gave us quite a few reasons why last week's episode was not the pits. And I needed that. She desperately. did. I still kind of think it was my least favorite episode of all time but um it does set up things for this episode Mm -hmm. so i i can't fully um poo poo that episode right because it there are things in that episode that were set up to be a payoff in this episode which boy boy meets world does not do enough right um so i really i really like that about it anyway that's how i feel about this episode good I'm glad we both liked it. I don't know. Um, (laughs) 
So anything else you want to talk about before we go? Um, I don't think so. Just thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, we're all married now. We're all married now. We should have done a marriage episode of our podcast. What do you mean? Like, we get married on the podcast. No. We got engaged on a podcast. Yeah. Leave the holy things holy. Well, at the time, we thought it was pretty cool, right? It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Thought it was like an, an original way to do things. Yeah, definitely. Everybody has regrets, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya, tell people where they can find us. You can tweet at us on Twitter at BMG and BMW. You can meal. Bleh, the what? Meal? I don't know. You can email us. You can us. have a meal with us? <laughs> on DoorDash. You can email us at bmgmbmw at gmail.com and you can join our Facebook group. Just type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World into the search bar. You'll get approved and then you can chat with us. I guess that's going to do it for us. Another short one. Is it? Yeah. But um, it, was a, it was a pretty... Um, it wasn't, it didn't have a lot of meat to the episode. You should have talked about Elden Ring for longer. I could, and I would, <laughs> and I wanted to. Let me tell you the bosses that no, I have beaten. Uh, no, God, it's such a good game. Uh, anyway, thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 7, Episode 7. Do good. Class dismissed.